0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. We're putting the band back together. We're on a mission from God. Welcome to another edition of Dropping In. Happy New Year. Omar Chiveri, myself, Cyrus Otzes, And what a way to launch the new year. Our next guest is arguably the most prestigious, the most prominent, certainly the most famous uh, surf photographer on the planet. He's got some crazy stories to share with us. Dropping in is Dave Nelly Nelson. Nelly, how are you doing, man?
2: Oh, man, I'm doing epic. It's, uh, it's good to be on with you guys.
1: Yeah, likewise, brother. So where are you right now? You claim Santa Cruz is home. Is that where you're at?
2: i'm back in santa cruz Yep, i'm just uh taking a little drive and gonna go pick up my daughter from school check the waves everywhere it looks kind of brown and weird but um (laughs) (laughs) i I love
0: it i love it you know uh you know me myself knowing nelly so well you know for all those people listening we're talking super dad super skater super surfer super photographer and all around rad dude like sometimes it's just like I, I would love to be, you know. I've I've been um, with you for a full day. It's it's a whole nother level, dude. <laughs> like compared to those <laughs> mortal human beings. Um, I mean, um, what have you been up to, dude? And and uh, I know you're just in Hawaii. Uh, give us a scoop with the Nelly day. God, it's been
2: pretty. It's been pretty crazy the last couple of months. Uh, let's see. I left for Hawaii um, mid November. It was one of the best seasons I've ever seen over there. It was just nonstop. Like every day was sunny. Every day was pumping. Wow. We had three like all-time pipe swells come in when I was there. Plus a lot of other just random days, but like three like world-class pipe, day, uh, pipe swells. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the in-between days would be like absolutely perfect six-foot Rocky Point. Log cabins was going off off the wall was going off it was like there was no downtime wow which, you know why you know me i, I love that <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right when it when it's game on it's game on like just there's no there's game no on.
2: <laughs> oh. yeah, it was pretty classic so uh, so yeah that's... hawaii was all time i came back with the arsenal of photos and then i flew in red eye from hawaii straight to la rented a car in LA and drove straight to the Slater surf ranch and spent five days there shooting and surfing. And, and I just had a bunch of random jobs that I had lined up and, um, that was pretty amazing. What what,
1: The surf ranch, like like what brought you there? Did they invite you for something unique that was going on or did you just drop in? Like, how does that go? Uh,
2: every day is different out there. So different people rent it. And, um, And, uh, so I was hired by different groups of people.
1: Interesting. Um,
2: and, uh, one of the days I ended up renting myself and then getting a bunch of people involved. And so everyone pitched in four grand each and we all just went with 12 people and just had a full, a full day of just like, how many waves can you get and how exhausted can you get? (laughs) Because with with only 12 people in the pool, you, you just can't, you just. It's hard to even surf all the way uh, you get so tired. How, oh, how, mu- how, how much is the rental? 50 grand.
1: For a day? Per day. Wow. See, I, they don't publicize that, dude. See, that's some, that's some insider knowledge right there. That's crazy. So that's how much it costs if you want to surf Kelly Slater's ranch. 50 grand.
2: Yep. So basically, you have the whole place to yourself with 12 people. So myself and 11 other people. And it's four grand a piece. And you get that. you just basically you start first thing in the morning and you surf all morning long. You eat lunch and then you surf all afternoon long. And then you get out of the pool, you go in the hot tub and you eat dinner. And that's it's just like, epic.
0: That's insane. That's and then pretty much cool. Does it include food and beers? Because all the pictures I see are people in the hot tub eating drinking beer it's just like it looks like it looks like heaven dude and and hey hey, for all those people out in the world heaven
2: for one day it's the crazy it's like everyone thinks it's like the most ridiculous thing that you'll ever like
1: no way would
2: they think of spending four grand but you're paying you're paying four grand for the best day of your life basically it's like there's there's no place i've ever been that compares
0: Dude. And that, that's another thing too. Like, I think that, you know, people that have not um, traveled the world um, in seek of perfect waves, they look at four grand. They're like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. But I mean, dude, I, I've personally dumped on a trip five grand and gotten skunked,
2: you know, and, and it had a miserable
0: <laughs> time. Like the boat almost crashed. We got stuck in an isle- island off of Naitin. I thought I was going to die. And that was there goes yeah. Life. Five grand. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, that's the difference. It's like it's that's another thing. Is it's hundred percent guaranteed. Like the wave is a machine, and it goes for nine hundred yards every nice. wave, oh. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth <laughs> all day long. And it's just like you, you know, it's yeah, it's it's impossible to describe, really.
0: That's insane. And hey, when you ride the wave, because on our show, we this is constantly discussed with people. Um, does it feel the same? Does it feel a little bit different the way it turns and, and bends? How does it
1: feel?
2: Well, one of the things that's different is the waves moving really, really fast. So
1: huh.
2: um, uh, at CT3, which is there's different levels that they push it at, it, it's moving 20 miles an hour, which is
1: that's fast, super fast,
2: right? Yeah. At yeah, CT2, it's 25 miles an hour. Whoa, so that's like,
0: super fast, man.
2: Yeah, so so you like can't, if you even dig one piece of your rail, you're done. Right. Gotcha. So like you start to surf, you, you know, as the time goes on, you surf pretty conservatively
1: just because
2: the wave is so long and so good. You don't want to screw it up. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Yes. And then and, and, then, uh, and you spent the money. You're like, no,
2: don't fall. <laughs> yeah. But like after you get a really long, deep barrel, you know, yeah. um, then you start to open up a little bit and it's like, you know, you start to learn where to do your turns and where not to, because there's some serious double ups in the wave where huh. if you turn in the wrong spot, there's just no way to get your board back around in time.
0: That's crazy. Um, that, that's insane. Sounds, sounds like so much fun, dude. And, dude, and you know, yeah. the, I want to go there. I mean, Cyrus, we going, when are we going? What the heck?
1: I, 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 mean, I, I wonder <laughs> what's the, what's the lowest level they have? Cause that's for me like level five. <laughs> what, what, what's the cruise uh, level? They have
2: a level that's it's kind of like a longboard setting and um my daughter surfed it after she surfed like she surfed her whole first session on cp3 which is like that's that's where they had the pros surf on the okay. last time they had the contest there yeah and she got so barreled oh. that she was kind of like I, I i don't know she she ended up breaking her board what? on like her fifth or fifth or sixth barrel of the day no and way. she got kind of freaked out. She hit the bottom really hard, and she, for the rest of the day, she just surfed the longboard setting because she got kind of pounded. Gotcha. Yeah, I,
0: I, I've heard that. I talked to uh, the hog. He said he – I think his ankle or something, and then uh, someone else uh, said their shoulder. Like, I, they get, you can get pounded on the thing. I've heard that.
2: <laughs> oh, heck, yeah. <laughs> like oh, R- ripped his bicep off of his arm. Who, who it was? was?
0: Yeah, Russell Smith. I, I, I yeah. that it's
2: Like Santa
1: Cruz's Russ Smith did that. Yeah, b- big wave surfer. Yeah. <laughs> <Narly>. Wow,
2: <laughs> dude, that, <laughs> that is. That gnarly. was one of the days I was there. It was crazy. It was like he was just oh. pig dogging this backside barrel, and it just ripped his arm and just ripped the bicep right off his arm. <gasps> oh.
1: What is that? I mean, what, what does that look like? I mean, what is that experience? I mean, is, was he just <laughs> screeching in pain? I mean, like, does <laughs> it, can you see the muscle just dangling? Like, what what is oh. what is that?
2: Russ is such a beast. It was hard to tell because he was just laughing and being Russ, you know oh, what I mean. But I'm yes. sure it was, it was pretty painful, and he went straight to the hospital. And everything, oh. you
1: know what I mean. But, Dude, um, that's, that's gnarly. Because you have to, you might have to have surgery to reattach it, right? I mean, I don't know if it'll do it oh, on yeah,
2: I think he's surgery bound for sure. Oh, uh,
1: dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah.
0: I, I love it. I, I want to go to this wave. You know, but I, I have a couple important questions I really want to <laughs> All right. Other, other, them other, them, other than them the, them. the Slater thing. I, so, a big one I really wanted to have you on the show was um, I feel like you were, your career was, it was like, it was ramping up right when things went to digital. Um, this is my, my big question, I, I, I'm so curious how that transition was in photography. Um, and, and now I feel like it's almost transitioning into print again, you know, like, like um, you know, with all the oh, stuff have yeah. done with Bay, uh, Bay Photo, like, you know, like I've seen the commercials, I'm just like, dude, and then, you know, I, I work in San Francisco and I, I, I see your stuff, you know, I go into these, these massive high rises and, and there's surf photography or, or ocean photography all over the walls. So I'm just so curious, you know, what was that experience like during the digital revolution of photography, man?
2: God, it was really interesting, especially for me because I wasn't computer educated and, um, uh, I learned under Tony Roberts and he was a film guy the whole time. And he taught me, Mm -hmm. you know, between him and Berto, they taught me, Hey, you better start shooting slide film because that's what the magazines take. And like, I, so anyway, throughout the, the career that I had with film and the, all the time that we spent together, Omar shooting yeah. down in the Bay and, and, you know, shooting Velvia and learning all these different ways to push your film and all this stuff, all of a sudden when it went digital, you know, everything changed. And the magazine said, you know, Nellie, we're not a hundred percent ready for digital. So you can keep shooting film. And everybody else was gonna transition over to digital. So I was the last guy at Transworld to still be shooting film. And I was just cringing, just waiting for the day that they told me I had to switch over. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. educated at all in that. You know what I mean? And finally I got the call one day from Peter Terrace and he said, Nelly, I'm flying up there tomorrow. I have a new camera body here for you and I'm gonna come up there and we're gonna to go to Apple and I'm gonna buy you a computer time is now you have to switch to digital. And I was just like, no no no." way. So (laughs) terrified. And so he came up, he came up with the new camera body. He gave me a 12 hour tutorial on the computer, on the camera, you know, showing me how to put the disc, put the card in my camera and reformat it and erase photos and all this stuff. And then it was like, you know, how to ingest the photos into your computer. Anyway, it was a, it was a gnarly, gnarly learning curve for me. Oh, and I ended up being way behind the eight ball with the other photographers. And it's really, it's really changed the photography world a lot because it's turned into who's best on the computer mm-hmm. rather than right. who's the best guy out there shooting photos. You know what I mean? I hate yeah. that
1: personally. That uh, sucks. How do you feel about that?
2: Yeah, I I can't stand it, but but like Omar said, <laughs> I love
1: it, dude.
2: <laughs> like Omar said, it's come full circle. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And um,
1: it is, dude. It's nice starting sir. to
2: shoot a lot of film again, and it's, a lot of people are shooting print film, and a lot of people are shooting slide film, and a lot of people are using Super 8 and 16 millimeter film cameras, and it's kind of coming back around full circle.
1: The, cha- the challenge isn't the challenge i feel like because I, I, I teach a lot of media classes at colleges and universities and i actually teach a photography class i feel like the biggest challenge is finding places to develop it right i mean at this point i mean i'm guessing you have a dark room but most people probably don't so if, if you go back and go old school you want to shoot on traditional cameras again and use film how do you actually develop the film are there still places that do that
2: oh yeah bay photo lab is here in town they're like huh. the one of the biggest, um, photo labs in California now. And, uh, uh, they're huge. They're huge. They're, they're becoming like a global part. They They still do slide processing. They still do films, prints, all that stuff. It's a little bit more expensive now than it used to be, but it's still relatively the same. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't know where to go without them though. I'll tell you that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's an in, that's insane and hey, hey you know all props. you made the transition and i i don't i don't think a lot of people know what humble beginnings you came from and and to to jump on that where hey you and i are friends with a lot of photographers that did not embrace that and the world passed them by which which sucks you know and it's it, it's sad to see um you know all props to you um doing that that's that's an insane story um you know and, and i also want to know and people want to know, how, how did you get started? I mean, you know, I, I, when I was a kid, like 11 years old, I think the first time I saw you was at a skate ramp, and and you were you were skateboarding, and, and you you let me drop in, and I'm all, this guy's cool, dude, <laughs> and you're ripping, just, just going nuts, and yeah, I think it was at the Freedom Ramp on 32nd Avenue. I got, I got a crazy memory, <laughs> um, but I mean... Cool. Coming from such humble beginnings, you know, what what got you into photography? Like the passion. You went from, you know, hardcore, as hardcore as it get, to be honest, dude, um, into photography. What was that switch like?
2: It was, you know, there's multiple stages to that story. I mean, my mom gave me my first camera, which I still have. It was a brownie uh, when I was about 10 years old or nine years old. And I shot a lot of photos with that for a while when I was young. And then I ended up getting a, like a, you know, Pentax K 1000 or whatever. And I used that for a long time. And I, I was always really into the fact that you could save a memory and, and you know, how valuable it became down the line, like five years down the line, that's so much more valuable than it is today. And so I was really into that. I don't know why, why I, uh, you know, latched onto that so early in my life, but, um, later on when I was doing my skateboarding and my surfing and stuff, I shot a lot of photos with TR and he was, he was the photographer and I was actually the athlete. And, and I got, I started studying his stuff and seeing like what he got with a fisheye and what, you know, what, you know, having a really fast motor drive did for getting the actual best photo of the sequence and all
0: that kind of stuff right no which is it's i mean and and being a pit bull but i mean hey tr that my first photo published ever in my career was from tr um and and yeah the, the guy dude his, his brain like way back then i felt like it went to a different level you know it was, he was definitely in a different planet when it came to photography and surf photography um which was
2: was, and so it was so fun to watch his stuff, you know what i mean
0: totally totally from the from the but one of the first guys I think in the world to utilize that high pole cam, um all these crazy angles shooting in in shit light, you know things that photographers <laughs> sh- kind of shunned, you know this guy and and dude he's tiny <laughs> he's tiny dude yeah. He's so small, dude, you know, um, but, um, that, that's insane. I mean, and, and what you did I, and you took it to the next level, dude, honestly, you know, and, 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 you know, what did that do for your life? Cause I know that that changed it a ton.
2: Oh, the, the photograph like that. Uh, so the first photo I had published was in happy magazine and it was seriously like a half inch by an inch little stamp. Right. <laughs> and and i was so psyched i was just like yes and there's my name you know what i mean it was like i was so pumped to have my photo in a magazine this is probably 30 years ago or more i'm guessing you're still pumped right uh,
1: i mean you're still pumped aren't you i would be you're still probably pumped right
2: oh i'm still so pumped you know um it's a shame that all the magazines are dying but we'll touch on that (laughs) later so anyway (laughs) after, (laughs) after that uh (laughs) <laughs> After that, I, I ended up. Berto was looking at all my slides, and he was like, "Dude, he's like, are you kidding me? All, do you submit these to the magazines?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Why not?" He's like, "What do you have to lose?" And so I took a I took a one page of slides, and I sifted them and got them all re, all my best slides on one on one slide page, and I sent it to Surfing Magazine. And two months later, I opened up the mag, and I had the poster. I got the poster.
0: No way. Uh,
2: surfing magazine epic. and it was like the pullout poster, you know what I mean? It was like, it was huge. And I, and that just, that from that moment on, I was like hooked. Oh, uh,
1: sure. And it was
2: like, that, that was kind of like right before I started shooting with you, Omar and, and, and Homer and Rocky and that whole era it was just like, I got that pullout poster and it was just, I was just fiending. It was like, you couldn't keep me out of the water. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, no. It was, and it was, uh, you know, for the sport of surfing, the timing was amazing. I mean, this is when it was starting to peak. Um, I believe surfing apparel was the number two best selling apparel in America, which is it's hard yeah. to fathom now. You know, when you think about it now, the street fashion has kind of dove into our um, our society and into fashion. But I mean, like I mean, you have there is tons of money in it and it was so exciting. And then, it, you know, it was also the sport itself was is it right during the momentum time. Um, that everyone talks about you know the shows that were not uh, on hbo about this the, the whole industry taking this massive leap you know mm-hmm. it was slowly progressing and then photography and surfing the, itself jumped and at the same time no, it,
2: was, it was popular it was the absolute perfect storm seriously After everything it was uh, it was it just so happened to be The exact perfect timing for how psyched I was to swim every time it was sunny. I didn't care if it was midday, morning, evening, (laughs) whatever. Every photographer moved out of town at that time. So I was like the only guy in Santa Cruz swimming. And at the same time, Gally, Adam, Pete Mel, Skin Dog, every single guy in this town, plus a ton of Groms that were on the come up. Mm-hmm. And they were all getting used in ads at that time, like every single one of them. And so it was like, they only had one place to go for a water shot. And that was to me.
0: And, <laughs> Insane. and the magazine was
2: seriously like a half inch thick at that time. It was so full of ads and editorial. It was like, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even move fast enough for how much stuff was going on. It was crazy.
1: That is crazy. Yeah.
0: It, what, what a what an awesome period in surfing. You know, I I I feel That's like
1: enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, people talk about it. I know I believe there's some documentaries coming out in the next few years about it, but what what a moment and an insane yeah. time it is. And to see all that growth all at once is crazy. It is insane.
1: Crazy. It is. It is. All right, time to take a quick break from the show to make some money. We got a commercial. We got a sponsor, my bookie. Christmas has come and gone. But the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season. I'm telling you right now, my San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. The fact that they got home field advantage, to me, clinched it. I think they're even winning the Super Bowl. Niners, baby. And if you want to bet on the Niners, go to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for bowl games, NBA games. If you're betting on the Warriors, chances are bet on the other team, right? Although they do keep a lot of games close. So the folks over on MyBookie, they've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. So that means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money. That's a crazy good deal. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV. That's short for the Believe Podcast Network. Again, BLV is the promo code to activate that offer. Again, the promo code BLV to get that extra cash from MyBookie. That's mybookie.ag. Bet, win, win. Get paid. You know, Nelly, um, the, the photography industry, you know, the, the art form that is photography has changed so much, like so many things since the advent of digital media and endless technology that's advancing these things. Once upon a time, a photographer, to be a photographer, you needed to be skilled. You need to learn about f-stops, about exposure, about, uh, you know, the rule of thirds, all sorts of crazy rules that were applicable for a good photo. And the equipment, you had to actually learn the equipment. Now, any schmuck out there could cl- call themselves a photographer, right? I mean, all these newer phones are so advanced that, you know, they seem to focus more on the camera than anything else. How have you adapted? I'm a purist. Like, to me, I hate all this shit. Uh, how yeah, have you I adapted to. to this? And, and are, you, are you embracing it? Are you as bitter as I am? Like, yeah, how are you embracing this? Or how, what's your attitude on this?
2: Super bitter, I have to admit. Super bitter, but at the same <laughs> time, I, and I'm constantly battling my own morals. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know, I'll like, I'll write these posts and be like, super snapped out about how lame Instagram is and how nobody stares at each other in the eyes anymore. Nobody looks at each other in the. Nobody's ever pinned You know what I mean? But here mm. I am on my phone. So it's like <laughs> it's a constant, <laughs> it's a constant battle of like. What, like what I, I it's the only way i have to make a living anymore so i have to do it but i absolutely can't stand it
1: are you are you still making a good living doing this like has that has has it been harder to make money now or are you still thriving because of your yeah I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones i okay. have to
2: admit you know what i mean a lot of a lot of surf photographers they'll give it a year or two and then they quit because there's just no way to make money off of it anymore you know what i mean it's like every company which most of the companies are hurting anyways but they all have their own photographer which they're paying peanuts <laughs> and yeah. so they don't want it they don't want to they, they'd rather you know in this day and age it's quantity not quality mm. you know they just need more content more content more content they don't really care how good it is you know and occasionally mm-hmm. you'll sell a photo for what it's worth but for me exactly. i've been after 25 years, I have so many contacts in so many places, some surf related, some not, that it's actually I'm I'm actually doing really well right now with photography in general, not just surf photography, but <clears throat> with just photography in general. So it's it's a fun era. It's different.
0: That's awesome. I mean, Cyrus and I we talk about it. Um, kind of what we're dealing with in the world is this. Uh, I love to use this metaphor. Throwing a bunch of shit on the wall and hopefully some of it will stick. Yep, it's kind of sad, <laughs> but it's kind of what's going on, dude.
2: That's exactly it, right there. It couldn't be, you know. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's 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 definitely testing our morals, right?
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh
0: a hundred percent, in every which way. Yeah. You know, it's it's around every single cor- corner. You know, I feel like I need
1: is. I feel like I need anger management constantly. It's it's and a lot of it's because of this. <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel like the world has changed for the better. And some people are just like, embrace change. Fuck that. I'll embrace change if it's good, if it's progress, <laughs> but otherwise, no. Why the fuck would I embrace that? And, and digital media yeah. to me, there's there and, and social media, especially. I mean, I mean, there, there social media to me, there are so many more detriments, so many more negatives that outweigh the positives that I, I don't like it. And for someone like yourself, who's this incredibly insanely talented artist, like I, I feel like for every individual like you who survives on their reputation and their skill. There are countless others who might have a similar skill set, but they're just fucked. So they have to find a career that they're never going to like, you know? And yeah. So anyway, they can go off forever (laughs) on this stuff. Dude, by the way, yeah,
0: yeah. that's Um, what I, I I just go surf. Honestly, surfing is the one therapy, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can lose lose it. (laughs) Well, Nelly, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Omar, because a lot of surf photographers really are not good surfers i've met surf photographers that don't even know how to fucking surf and that just that i've never said that to their face but it drives me crazy when i hear that you however were a former pro skateboarder you're fucking surfing kelly slater's wave pool at setting two which would kill me so you clearly are legit at this sport tell us about your skateboarding upbringing like you're from saratoga i believe right and then you moved to santa cruz high school. yeah tell us about all that please uh okay so
2: i started skating really early um first I played baseball. I was super into baseball, but then I found skating and surfing when I was about 13, 12 or 13 years old. And okay. was kind of like the beginning of the end of my baseball career. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. I know that
2: goes. Um, so I got super <laughs> into skateboarding and, uh, and started skating ramps and pools and kind of actually my whole childhood, I kind of lived to skate and I, you know, Spent a lot of time at Winchester Skate Park with Stevie Caballero and, mm. and Keith Meek. and and uh, and then I moved to Santa Cruz right when I was 17 years old and it kind of just blossomed from there. So uh,
1: how did you get to Santa Cruz? Yeah, I don't know. How, how did you? How, huh? I know. I know. I know. It's just one hill, the Highway 17. But how did you transition from uh, Saratoga, a relatively quiet kind of suburb town, to Santa
2: Cruz? Like, how, how did you? How did you make that leap? god you know i think it was just one of my friends took me surfing at one point uh-huh. and i think we surfed um either 38th or natural bridges shore break or something and i got that first wave and it was like that was all it took it was yep. like i knew what i wanted to do you know what i mean
0: <laughs> that's right yeah, uh, i feel like with you it's almost like you're you you couldn't belong in this town more than anyone one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> is that weird to say dude <laughs> but it it, it it fits you like to a t <laughs> yeah and so i'm you- when
2: i moved over here one of the first people i met when i moved over here was tr and so it was like meant to be you know what i mean when it, like we became a uh, uh, funny story with tr is i actually and you mean
1: todd richards uh, right
2: uh tony roberts i'm
1: sorry i'm sorry okay yeah
2: So I actually, uh, Mike Croteau wanted to sponsor me for surfing and he had me come into the shop and he's I'll go, go back in the shop and grab any board you want from this rack. And it was a used board rack, right? (laughs) And I went back there and I I grabbed a board and it was one of TRs and I took it out at 26th Avenue and I surfed it for like a month with no leash. And I just put all kinds of dings in the bottom of it.
0: (laughs) Oh, no way.
2: And then uh, I like snuck it back into Croteau's shop to put it back in the rack when he wasn't looking. <laughs> and PR called me like a week later and he called, yeah. Is this Dave Nelson? And I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, You owe me money, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Busted.
2: Dude. And uh,
0: so good. And, and for that people that they don't know Mike Croteau, Mike Croteau is what, about seven foot eight? Like, dude, the guy is the most intimidating human on the planet there was <laughs> like uh, yeah uh, gnarly
2: <laughs> and so anyway i ended up like going to meet tr I had like mow lawn for like a week to save money to give tr 35 bucks for his dings and his board and i ended up meeting him and he's like oh i know you do we used to skate derby together and like he was like super cool he's all you know what don't even worry about the money He's all i thought it was I, I didn't know it was you or whatever and that just became the beginning of our friendship and we became inseparable and, and you know our whole lives revolved around surfing, skating and shooting photos and so we were like perfect for each other you know what I mean mm-hmm.
1: that's and so we just tech. cruised
2: and we, that's all we did every day surf skate, surf, skate, shoot surf, skate, shoot I'm sure Omar remembers that era because he was oh. around the point
0: Oh yeah. No, gr- growing up, uh, T.R. Grew, to, uh, grew up down the street from him and yeah, a mentor for me, h- like helped my career so much. Both you guys. Thank you. Like, it, like and yeah. that, that relationship. And like, I, I always say, I was completely blessed to have that period of time in my life. Um, and that period of time set my whole life up to be who I am. And, like, uh, and vice, not versa, I Omar,
2: not, vice versa to you too. Cause, uh, I remember going down to a meeting at Surfing Magazine, and they're like, all right, Nelly, let's see, this, let's see the shots, because, dude, we've been talking to Omar and Karen, and those guys can't say enough good things about you, so it's like, let's see what you got here, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> you had a lot to do with, with my success as well.
0: Oh, dude, you kidding me? Yeah, and it was so cool. You know, we were so tied in growing up in the industry, you know, I, I had such a amazing young career that these guys would ask me, I spent so much of my life in Southern California as really young competing. You know, yeah. I, I was like the, the kid who competed constantly, um, you know, and, and yeah, those guys. And I was like, I remember like flame calling me and all like they're like so is, is it real like is this true and i was like dude it's, it, yes <laughs> he's the best dude <laughs> no joke it's, it's real it's real <laughs> like a, it was almost like they felt like a martian came or like i don't know like some <laughs> other photographer was using the alias they're like is this guy real dude like is, uh, what look at this shit
1: <laughs> but um yeah it was, it, was, it was amazing all right let's take a quick break to talk about manscaped It's 2020, and you know what that means. It's a new year. It's a new you. It's a new me. New balls. Men, listen up. Harry bushes are so 2019. If you're going to pick any new year resolution this year, let it be to take care of your junk and the folks over at Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. Now, obviously, men, if you groom yourselves, if you make yourselves presentable to your partner- You know that sometimes trimming down there can be a little sketchy. Well, that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That is dirty. That is smelly. Don't do that. Get 20% off. Plus free shipping. If you use the promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V. That is our podcast network. Go to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. And use the promo code believe, BLEAV to get 20% off plus free shipping on your order. Start the new year off the right way by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. And again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code believe B-L-E-A-V, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com and use believe. Hey, Nellie, I know you got to go uh, pick up your daughter, but I, I, I have to ask you this because given you are one of the most pr- uh, prominent photographers in the world, uh, as a purist like myself, I don't believe a good photograph needs the post-editing. I don't think a great photograph needs Photoshop if you're doing it right initially. What is your school of thought when it comes to Photoshopping and, uh, and post-editing?
2: Uh, okay, so that's a great question. Thank you. If I go and shoot Tahiti at first light and it's beaming sun, I will not touch the photo because it's already got a lot of blues in it and a lot of everything. If you shoot like a 10 a.m. Santa Maria shot or Harbor Mouth or anywhere around here, <laughs> you have to, you have to because it, it basically looks like a black and white photo before you get it in there, before you, before you pull out the saturation and pull out the the vibrance of the photos, it's going to look terrible. That's my opinion.
1: Did you sit are you self-taught with that or, or did, or did uh Tony or someone else I'm, teach you that?
2: No, I'm self-taught and that's okay. where I was really behind the eight ball because everyone else started shooting digital years before me and they started learning the programs and learning that, you know, all this stuff and i and i was so far behind that i actually it, it took me a while to catch up
1: i i hear you it's not an easy thing to learn <laughs> it's
0: Seriously. props for doing that yeah props props and well said you know i mean there's a, a lot about showing wanting to show what's happening you know what i mean like like no. you, if you're ta- taking a picture of the harbor you want to show what's happening because it's historic you know it's crazy it's barreling the guys deep in the barrel you're not going to see that unless you do it properly
2: yeah and it's it's just a funny it's a funny thing cuz a lot of people oversaturate their images and they'll like way over edit it and you know that just tear the photo apart and make and ruin it basically but if you just do it right it's basically like it, it almost looks like a film photo you know what I mean it doesn't look oversaturated it doesn't look tweaked you know and and so <clears throat> but I am um I'm definitely backing touching up your photos because otherwise they don't look that good
1: gosh <laughs> there you go i guess that's cool right well you can follow nelly uh, on instagram at nelly's magic moments and the link to his website is there anything else you want to promote before we let you go
2: um no that's great well i do have a new website nellyprint.com okay new bay photo lab i'm working a lot with bay photo lab lately and um and they built me a website and it's called nellyprint.com and that one's uh just went live and it's pretty it's some exciting stuff um epic epic. yeah nelly how much
1: how much would you charge me if i if i wanted you to take photos of me like what's your rate uh could you reveal that
2: i mean my day my my day rate for like just a normal person is like 1500 bucks a day
1: okay seems fair that's a day rate
2: you know, but like a lot of times, if I just go shoot um, someone for a couple hours, it'd be like four hundred bucks.
1: That's very fair.
0: And and that doubles if you're yeah. naked, Cyrus. I've oh, oh I... really?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really, Nelly? You roll both ways. All right, I like it.
1: <laughs> 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 Nelly, thanks, man. It's, it was a pleasure. And Odog, oh, I'm sure this was a much more of a pleasure for you because I mean, every... Nelly, I, I'm sure you know this, but in the surf industry, like you're beloved. I've never interviewed a single person who had a bad thing to say about you. You know, they, they clearly are insanely happy with your work. So keep that up. And, uh, thanks for coming on, man.
2: Right on. Thanks, Cyrus. I'm super stoked. Thank you guys.
1: Oh, thanks, Nelly. We love you, brother.
2: And um, thanks for, uh, Omar. Thanks for all the, uh, years of sacrifice. Cause, uh, you and Tyler and Rocky, man, I, I had to take you guys to the doctor multiple times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Broke>. <laughs> when i'm 60 you can pitch in on the ct
1: scans <laughs> we're good
2: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> oh, love you brother oh, so right on thanks <laughs> nelly thank you right on and that was uh dave nelly nelson o oh, dog beautiful dude legend right i mean it is
0: the guy's insane he's a monster you know what i love nothing stops him i mean like you know he, he touched base about that era and like I, you know i didn't mention it but it was really sad a couple of photographers like went into deep dark depressions you know during the digital oh, era i'm sure there like, it was an dude like you know there was there was one that that you know took his life no no one really like connected that but it was a dark time you know these guys oh. went from like being like almost like a rock star you know like yes. like like they walked to the beach and that's that photographer you know, to, to then the digital revolution was just like, yeah, whatever, you know, like everyone had a camera. Um, so the fact that he, uh, you know, made it past all that and is still just having, a, just having a good day, dude. Every day yeah. is crazy.
1: Crazy. I mean, I, I, I feel like I, I, I sound like a old curmudgeon saying this, but I do feel like in many ways before the digital revolution times were better. I, I, I do. I, I like, I miss the days of like all sorts of print magazines being out actually sitting there looking flipping the pages seeing these amazing photographs you know and and actually earning your way to those positions right because now just anyone could do it but back then you had to grind man you really and you had to make connections it's yeah, I don't know. like i said. I know I sound like the grumpy old man. Like back in my day, you know. But
0: oh, uh... geez,
1: <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey,
0: you know what? And, and to be honest, that it, it reminds me of fashion. Um, you know, it's kind of looping around again. It, yeah. it really is. You know, I mean, you know, uh, when we had Grant Washburn on, it. I mean, like, look at a lot of these Sundance things. People yeah. are are going to, you know, utilizing uh, different types of film which is cool and, and mixing it in with digital you know it's it's, it's all beautiful it's artwork is what it is it's it is
1: it is man alright brother great show as always
0: oh that's right brother thanks so much and uh, everyone out there you 2020
1: yeah oh and follow us on Twitter uh, where our Twitter account is dropping in pod uh, Omar Echeverry has a Twitter account now you can follow him it's just his name Omar Echeverry you can follow me on Twitter at dog surf road till the next show brother love you man you <laughs>